When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Do you know what I use to record these podcasts? It's Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or a computer. It's all really, really easy. It's all really intuitive. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast. The Indianapolis Colts aren't done tinkering with that roster. That much came clear today as we learned a lot about the restructuring uh, and renegotiation of Matt Ryan's contract. Fife, Mata, Woodson, not in that order necessarily. Was it smart to hire all these guys together at the same time to join the same staff? We'll talk about that a little bit. And Pacers fans, what the hell are you people doing? For the love of God, it's time to put a stop to the idiocy. Finally, once and for all, and behave like human beings. Come on. This is Inside Indiana Sports Now with Kent Sterling for Thursday, March 24, 2021. We're brought to you by the great people at today's dentistry, Dr. Mike O'Neill, the best dentist that there is. Give him a call, 317-849-2933. He's wonderful at what he does. He's the best dentist I've ever gone to. He's been my dentist for the last 28 years, and I'm never going to another one. Hit subscribe, punch the like button, ring the bell so you get an alert every time we go live, which is twice every single weekday. Let's go. Let's talk about sports. Here's what the Colts have done, according to Field Yates on Twitter. With Matt Ryan's contract, they wanted some more money. They wanted some more flexibility to be able to add pieces. They had about $16 million left after that trade had been executed. The Matt Ryan for a third rounder had about $16 million left. So what they did, they said, Matt, look, we want to give you $12 million. Here's a check for $12 million. Matt Ryan said, thank you very much, and he put it in his pocket. That became a signing bonus. That alleviated $6 million of cap space or, or expanded uh, the cap space to have another $6 million bucks, up to about $22 million. So instead of $16 million, now the Colts have $22 million, million, and you can go get a guy. Now, do you want a left tackle? Do you want a wide receiver? Do you want a left tackle and a wide receiver? Do you want a tight end? What do you want? We'll see exactly what Chris Ballard does, but he wouldn't do that. He wouldn't go into Jim Irsay's pocket for a big, giant $12 million check today in order to not spend it tomorrow, right? $6 million of it. So... 
Uh, Matt Ryan, much more affordable, gives the Colts a better chance to win and a better chance to compete against teams like the Kansas City Chiefs, where Patrick Mahomes counts forever against the cap. You got a lot of guys. Joe Burrow still on his rookie contract. I think Josh Allen is still on his rookie contract. So you got guys that you're 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 kind of in between, right? In terms of what you're dealing with, uh, nobody on the Colts making twenty million bucks or counting twenty million bucks toward the cap, and that's a good thing. So that does give the flexibility to do this too, if they want to take care of their own, which Chris Ballard always wants to do. I think sometimes to the roster's detriment, Quentin Nelson would be a free agent after this season if the Colts don't sign him to an extension. We don't assume that they're going to trade him because they haven't traded. And Chris Ballard has given no hint whatsoever that uh, Quentin Nelson is anything but a foundational guy uh, in this culture on this roster. So you can expect an extension at some point with Quentin Nelson. Perhaps that would include some money up front in order to defray the cap hits as they roll out for the uh, following five years of that extension. Then you've got Yannick Ngakwe, who is also due an extension, or they could let him leave via free agency. I don't think they let him leave via free agency. I think Yannick Ngakwe is a guy that the Colts are committed to long-term, and so an extension may be coming his way as well. He's due $13 million this year before finally becoming an un, uh, uh, unrestricted free agent next year. Uh, Jonathan Taylor, you got him for two more years before you worry about an extension. Naheem Hines, who's got to be the hap-hap-happiest guy in the history of the Indianapolis Colts because Matt Matt Ryan is going to throw him the foot-foot football. So he's the hap-hap-happiest. Naheem Hines is going to get some fat numbers in 2022. He's under contract for the next three. Darius Leonard is for the next five. Mo Ali Cox and Kylan Granson for the next three. Uh, Michael Pittman for the next two. Ryan Kelly, the next three. Uh, Braden Smith, the next four. Pinter, the next two. Uh, but Nelson and Pryor, both in their kind of option years, as we used to call it in baseball, right? These are the years prior to them becoming an unrestricted free agent. Okereke and Speed, also in the final years of their deals. Uh, Lewis, Bandigu also. What are you going to do? Uh, I'm not too bent out of shape over that. And then you've got Kari Willis, also scheduled to become an unrestricted free agent after this year. Uh, Rigoberto Sanchez and Luke Rhodes, both with two years until they become free agents. And I'm not even going to talk about Rodrigo Blankenship because people get mad when I do. They want they want Rex Specs the hell out of Dodge. They do not like this guy. I don't know what he did to annoy people. Yeah, he's playing with Legos. I think it's cool. He makes more kicks than he misses. That's really not sort of hitting 500 is not good. You got to hit like 85%, 90%. And it's the misses during crunch time that really kind of weigh against you if you're a guy like Blankenship and that miss against the Bills has nested in the memories of of Colts fans similar to what happened with Mike Vanderjat when he missed some kicks that cost the Colts a longer playoff run, maybe a world championship. And then you had Peyton Manning call him our, our like idiot kicker or got all drunk. That happened at the Pro Bowl, and you're like, well, bye-bye, Mike Vanderjet. And it was bye-bye 
and the Colts they picked up Adam Vinatieri and the rest was history, which is a good thing. So that's kind of where the Colts are financially in terms of their players and their kind of higher leverage players. They're going to get an extension done with Quentin Nelson. They're going to get an extension done, I think, with Yannick Ngakwe, maybe Bobby Okereke, although that's not a top priority signing because there are guys who could fill those shoes very nicely. At any rate, that's exactly right. Joe comments, the Chiefs just fleeced the Dolphins. That's absolutely true. The Dolphins are marginally better. The Chiefs are not better today because uh, Tyreek Hill is gone, right? But they got two firsts, two seconds, two thirds, and two fourths, baby. So the Chiefs are going to go get talent in the NFL draft, and they're going to be better as a result in the aggregate, both in the short term and then definitively in the long term, as they're not spending cap space, enormous cap space, on what is going to become at some point a dwindling asset. So, there you go. Tyreek Hill, at the end of that $120 million deal, all right, enjoy that. The three years are are basically guaranteed. He gets 50-plus million up front. If I'm Stephen Ross, you know what, I'm not celebrating, right? I'm sure he signed the okey-doke and said, we're all in behind this anyway. Um, yeah, Tua is not Mahomes, and Hill it has it was not great this past year. He's been a Pro Bowl all six years. He is a really, really dynamic guy, and he's not the fastest guy in the NFL. Jonathan Taylor is the fastest football player in the NFL, all right? Put the pads on, all that stuff. He's the fastest, not Tyreek Hill. Anyway, um, should be a continuing interesting offseason, even up to and including, obviously, the draft. We'll see what the Colts do with the draft, whether they move into the first round and take a uh, a wide receiver there. I don't think that they're going to. Let's talk about Indiana basketball. Dan Dockich's uh, open today was fantastic, as always. When he talks about IU basketball, he's a must-listen because he's a member of that fraternity. We all pretend like we know what the hell's going on down in Bloomington. Right, Even when we talk to people down there, but if you haven't lived it, you can't speak to it with the same depth as others. I get to speak to management stuff because I've been in the room when people have been fired. I've been in the room when people have been hired, when those decisions have been made. And I understand the psychology of the room, so I can talk about that a little bit. I've I've experienced it. But I haven't experienced being a part of Indiana basketball in the way Dan Dockich has, and you haven't in all likelihood either. So listening to him talk about what it means to be an IU player, what it means to be a a member of that brotherhood, is important to me. And I thought he did a great job of explaining it today right at the top of the show. He's on 107.5 The Fan every weekday from noon to 3, and from noon to about 12.25, if I've got an opportunity to listen, I do. He talked about Dane Fife and Mike Woodson not being able to find a way to get along, and Indiana University throwing Dane Fife under the bus, as Dan sees it, as a member of the IU Brotherhood who has, you know, kind of ran afoul of another member of the IU Brotherhood. They didn't, Mike Woodson didn't provide cover for Dane Fife, and, and that's not the way things ought to work. Okay, I get it, and, and good, I'm glad that Dan explained it. But what I wonder 
is whether Indiana made a catastrophic error in the construct of this staff. And it's a staff that when Scott Dolson put it together, I was like, my God. Okay. Mike Woodson, Thad Mata, Dane Fife, maybe Larry Brown. That didn't come to fruition. But those three guys, that's a lot of that's a lot of intellect, a lot of Indiana basketball institutional knowledge. Even though Thad never played or coached at Indiana, still he understands the state of Indiana, how it works from the time that he spent at Butler. And and so you you've got all these guys that understand all these things. But what you also had, you had three head coaches, right? Thad Mata is a head coach. He may not be the head coach at Indiana, but he's a head coach. He won a lot of games at Ohio State. Dane Fife has been a longtime assistant, but he was a head coach and a very successful one at Purdue-Fort Wayne. He won in the measure at, uh, like what he did at Fort Wayne was simply phenomenal. Winning at the level that he did was crazy as an independent, and recruiting at the level that he did was crazy too. He is going to be an incredibly good head coach. As an assistant, what was he going to be? Mike Woodson, you knew from like the moment Mike Woodson opened his mouth and started talking about Mike Woodson in the third person. You're like, okay, you know, third person guy. You know, when Mike Woodson, if I sat here and said, when Ken Sterling talks about like your foreheaded furrow, you'd look at the ceiling, your eyes would roll. And, and in doing it, my head would explode. But that's okay. Different strokes for different folks, different styles, fine. Styles make fights, whatever. But having these three guys on the staff simultaneously, did that cause problems? And does Thad Mata, do Thad and Mike get along? That's a pretty good question. Who's running the show? Mike Woodson is running the show. Yasir Redman, a good recruiter. You've got uh, Kenya Hunter, who is a really good recruiter also and an assistant coach that it seems like Mike Woodson enjoys. It's going to be interesting to see who Mike Woodson hires as another assistant and, and it's what responsibilities he's going to have. Um, one area where I disagree a little bit with Dan, and I know he has no respect for the blogger boys whatsoever, but Jeff Rabjohns is a really good journalist. He is. I like Jeff Rabjohns a lot. He shoots straight. I, I've never gotten bad information for him. I've never felt like he was exercising an agenda ever. Um, I know that Dan has no time for those guys. And it, I guess rightly so. He's been in the room. These guys haven't been in the room. So he has limited respect for him. But I I think Jeff Rabjohns does a really good job, and I like Jeff Rabjohns. At any rate, what Indiana basketball is and what it's going to become is going to be driven in large part by the leadership at Indiana, and that's not just up to Mike Woodson. It includes Scott Dolson. It includes the president of the university. They've all got to be on the same page, and if they're not on the same page and singing from the same hymnal, you got no chance. You need unanimity. You need clarity. You need simplicity. And if you have all those things, you have a chance to succeed. If you don't have all those things, you have no chance whatsoever. So hopefully Indiana is in the process of gaining clarity, gaining simplicity, gaining focus, clarity, all all that stuff. Let's hope that that happens. 
uh, Pacers on the road tonight when they're at home. Look, last time uh, when they played Portland, um, Yusuf Nurkic got dinged $40,000 for a confrontation with a fan where he threw a cell phone because the fan said, your mama is trash, your mama's trash, and your grandma's a bitch. Are we just idiots? What the hell has happened to us as human beings where this is behavior anybody would think of exhibiting at a Pacers game or anywhere in public? If you were going to dog out a player, if you're going to ride somebody from the stands as the player's playing, make it clever, make it funny. Don't just attack a guy's family. Don't be an idiot. And that's what this boob was, an abject idiot, and it's a shame and you see this combined with what went on at Gainbridge Fieldhouse when LeBron James and the Lakers were here. And you throw your hands up and you say, what have we become? Who are we? And this isn't just a matter for Pacers Sports and Entertainment to, like, police and get a guy thrown the hell out and ban him for life. This should be about fans, too. As fans ride an opponent, ride that fan. And tell that fan, we're not putting up with this crap because it, it shows all of us in a hideous light. Be a human being, for God's sake. These guys aren't there for your derision. And if you're going to deride them, like I said, be clever about it. Your grandma's a bitch. After his grandmother, which I'm sure the fan didn't know, died of COVID a year ago. What are you doing? Be human beings. Treat each other well, Right? Have fun at the game, but if you're going to have fun at the expense of a player, do it in a funny way. At least make us laugh. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.